The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. Positive Talk Radio, and uh, I'm excited about the people that we have here. Hold on, I got to make an adjustment here, real quick. Um, there we go, that's better because you two are the stars of this here show, and I want to make sure that you guys are at the top and, and ready to go. We have uh, Rebecca Harrison and Sandra, and she and they are both life coaches, and they're also uh, uh, physical education coaches and they do a whole bunch of stuff so um it's it, this is going to be a fascinating hour i encourage you if you have an opportunity to take a piece of paper and a pencil because you're going to need to take notes about the information see they're nodding their heads already uh, just about the information that we are going to impart to you today because it has a great deal to do with our environment our health how to how to struggle through our environment which you're going to you're going to hear some things today on the show that you may not have heard before and uh, i'm hopeful that uh, you'll take it to note and uh, and be able to figure out a better way to for you to live for you and your family um and with that i would like to introduce rebecca harrison she is a uh playwright um, who's got, by the way, if you want to in, see her play, or excuse me, her screenplay, pardon me, you can contact her. And, and uh, if you've got like oodles of money to make a movie, that would be even better. So if you'd like to do that. But uh, Rebecca, how are you today? I'm doing great, Kevin. Thank you so much. It's always fun to connect with you. And uh, we're really excited to be here and talk about yeah, some unique um, uh, information that not everybody knows really about, you know, um, how we can live a more vibrant life, a healthier life, uh, a life with more energy. And um, Sandra is truly one of the experts with this. And so I'm going to be introducing her in just a minute. Um, but, uh, you know, another thing about my background, I worked as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor for 16 years. And, um, you know, health and fitness, uh, nutrition, these are some of my passions. They, they have been basically since I was a teenager. I just um, have always been passionate about this, this uh, topic. And um, one thing that I noticed as a trainer for years is that people often struggle and they don't even know why. They often say, you know, I'm eating well, I'm exercising, I'm doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm stuck. I'm, you know, I can't lose this last little bit of weight. I'm um, tired all the time. I'm not sleeping. You know, there's, Sandra's going to go deeper into this, but I think that um, probably a lot of your listeners are perking up right about now going, yeah, that's me. Like, 
what are the solutions? What's going on? You know, I'm doing everything right. So that's one of the things we wanted to address. And um, Kevin, I just, before I introduce Sandra, I just say you are absolutely one of my favorite people. And I'm so honored to be here because I truly believe you are bringing um, so much goodness to this world with all of the guests that you're you're bringing on and just your energy and your passion for, yeah, bringing, bringing more of the good stuff to the world. So I want to say thank you. Well, thank you. I'm too old to blush, but uh, it's, <laughs> by the way, but I, I thank you very much for that because you guys are the reasons that I do this show because you can provide some really cool information that generally is not out there because it's not in everybody's best interest to have it out there. Mm. And, and so it's, it really is cool. By the way, you started being a personal trainer when you were 12, if you did it for 16 uh, years. Let's see. Yeah, no, it was more like uh late twenties probably, <laughs> but well, you know, I've been putting the nutrients, uh, some of the nutrients that we're going to talk a little bit about today into my body for 17 years. So I, you know, I turned 50 in June. I can be honest about that. And some people may go, wow, she looks good. Or some people, I don't know what you think, but I feel like I'm, I'm aging great gracefully and I feel energized and I I actually just got some incredible blood work back from my doctor who just says you know whatever you're doing like keep doing it so um with that shall I go ahead and introduce Sandra yes but first I have to say you're not aging at all you look the oh. same as you did when I first met you 17 years ago oh so. wow thank you so much <laughs> so with yeah. that uh, let's let's bring the third member of our triad in yeah, so Sandra really is um, one of my dearest friends, one of my partners in everything that we love to share. And, um, you know, I would say I'm passionate about health and fitness. She is that next level. Like it is her life mission to help people feel better. And what I know about Sandra, it really started in high school as an athlete, um, running track and doing, you know, all kinds of physical fitness, all kinds of things that she was passionate about, which really led to um, a career in health and fitness. Um, again, sort of like me, personal training, group fitness instructor. Um, and, you know, as a personal trainer, I have hired her. She's my personal trainer now. She kicks my butt, I got to say, three times a week in the best workout. Like she's really, as a personal trainer, I just, I got to say, she's really good at what she does and, and she loves doing it. And she still teaches spinning classes and all kinds of great classes. Um, but, you know, um, the health and fitness doesn't just stop there. She's worked in a physiotherapist office, helping people rehab after injury. She's actually been involved with eye care. She's an expert, um, you know, with people's eye health. Um, what am I missing? I know there's more, Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> I could go on and on, but truly, she's just an incredible person and a heart of gold. And I'm so excited to be here with her. Oh, thanks. Oh, I know what you want to say. Uh, yeah. One more thing. She really has um, found an incredible mentor. And she's going to tell you a little bit more about a man named Peter Greenlaw, who travels the world speaking. He's written four um, international books um, all about, you know, what are these reasons why we're struggling? He's become an absolute expert um, working with top some of the top 
health and scientists, um, health nutritionists, scientists in the world. So I'll I'll let Sandra tell you a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. And just to, just to add on to that, I I I met Peter Greenlaw. He is the real deal. He and he's very very passionate about getting people to understand why what's happening to us is happening to us and uh, why cancer's on the rise and why uh, there's a lot there's a lot a lot of issues environmental wise that that uh, he can help with but also well we'll talk about that i don't want to steal your thunder sandra welcome to the show how are you well thank you i'm doing great thank you how are you (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing i'm doing just fine thank you and you guys are both in uh or my it's becoming my favorite country which is canada um you guys seem to be a whole lot more enlightened than we are down here well you know we we do our best we do our best we're canadians we just work really hard (laughs) (laughs) indeed 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 yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself more than what uh, Rebecca did. Oh, geez. You know, Rebecca just she kind of nailed it in a nutshell. Just the fact that it is my it is my passion to really help see people thrive with their health. Um, it's heartbreaking when we see disease and illness and people struggling on the rise. And when you said in the beginning that, um, you know, we struggle in our environment. I don't want us to struggle in our environment. We don't want to have to struggle. And this is the main conversation that's happening is the fact that pretty much everybody is struggling. And I I mean, once you release me, I'm just going to keep going. So if you do have a, if you do have a question, <laughs> I'll raise me, my hand or something. Yeah, just, just let me know. Cause I mean, there's so much to cover in the, in the small amount of time that we have, but I think that once we really do get an appreciation and an understanding of what we're up against, People are going to have this transformation. We're going to shift. We're going to get some nuggets. I love the fact that you said grab a pen and a piece of paper because that's the thing is that we, you know, you don't have to write everything down, but there's going to be some things that strike a nerve with you. And there's going to be a nugget or two that you're going to be like, oh, I love that. I love that piece of information. And um, like I said, we've the conversation is always around struggle. And I've had... Um, I've had, I'm a health consultant as well. So people book consultations with me where they, we just basically identify what the cause, what the issues are as to why they are struggling. So I actually call myself a life quality facilitator. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Yeah. So Peter actually helped me um, label myself because, you know, when you say you're a, a health and fitness instructor or whatever, you know, it, it just, it's kind of boring. But when you say life quality facilitator, people are like, whoa, what the heck is that? And so what I do is I help people identify what the real issues are. And then we sit down, we come up with some simple solutions. And the last couple days, I've had seven consultations with people. And the conversation is the exact same. It's just a different face in front of me. Obviously, we're doing it through Zoom. I've done people all over the country. And it's just the same thing. They're tired. They're exhausted. They can't seem to lose weight around their midsection in particular. And we're going to really, we're going to dial this in today and really figure out why we're getting really heavy in the middle section and how we can combat it. And the people are, all of them have been women. And I know men are the same. They just, 
not all men, I, I don't want to like put a stigma on everybody, but most men just have a harder time reaching out and getting the help that they really need. Um, I find women are a little bit more communicative over that. So most of my con consultations have been around with women and they're all around our age, Rebecca's age and my age. And, um, you know, it's just, for me, I get a little bit charged up when I'm having these conversations because I know we're going to be able to come up with a solution, but it can be quite frustrating. And so I just want people to know that there is a real solution. And Peter Greenlaw has been my mentor for the last three years. I was introduced to him on a business call. He came into one of our business calls and he spoke life into me. And it resonated with me to the point where I had this incredible health transformation. Now, I've been a fitness professional for more for 30 years. And I've had. <laughs> so, so, I got to interrupt you real quick because I just want everybody to know. So it's like, okay, so you two are somewhere north or south of the 5 0. Um, yeah. That which is, and you both look just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just, I just wanted to make sure everybody got that, that it's not like you're 20 somethings. You've been doing this for a long time. So go ahead. Correct. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. So, yeah, I mean, for 30 years, I've been helping people and, you know, I've had ups and downs as a health and wellness professional. It doesn't mean we're perfect and we're robots and, and we do everything to the book. We definitely have flexes and interruptions and hiccups in our lifestyles as well. Three years ago, I was going through injury and that's when Peter came into my life and he really just spoke into me in a way that I had never heard before. And that's the TDOS syndrome. It's an acronym. It's T-D-O-S. And it's an, an actual medical syndrome that he discovered and those are the four cofactors that are undermining everybody's quality of life potential so do you want me to break it down for you and kind of give you a little bit of a nuggets little bits of each one of those that can really help you understand what the whole deal is oh absolutely by the way if you want if you go on the internet and just type in those four letters you will get a bunch of stuff that comes up in it. That's how, that's how um, much it's exploding as far as the knowledge of what's going on. But exactly what is it? What yeah, absolutely. About? So again, it's an acronym. So it stands for the T is toxicity. The D is deficiency in nutrition. The O stands for being overweight. And the S is stress. And again, though each one of those things can be a detriment to your health. You combine all four of those things into your body. Now we've got a perfect storm of um, a kaleidoscope of issues that are going to eventually bombard you with ill health and struggle and frustration and all of that stuff. So let's 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 go into toxicity for a second. Yes. And when you get to just just as an aside, yeah. When you get to be my tender age, I'm a little older than you guys are. Yes. Um, you forgot to include that the other one, the D word. The D, which is, which is death. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, we can talk about that too. But not, not yet. Not yet. Just... Geez, Louise. Wow, I haven't heard that in a while. Anyway, go ahead. 
Oh, I've got many. Okay, so toxicity, it's not an unusual term. It's not a term we're unaware of, correct? Like you've heard of toxicity. We kind of, we can get an appreciation of what that word actually means. Um, it comes in four ways into our bodies. It comes in what we eat, what we drink, what we breathe, and what we put onto our body. We can't control what comes in. There's so many industrial chemicals and toxins and from the environment, like you said, Kevin, and from the food that we're putting uh, onto our food and into our food, it's everywhere. And really, there's only a very, very small amount of what's tested on how the human body actually reacts to those toxins. So there's a lot of gray areas when it comes to toxicity. Now, let me be clear. Let me do a little disclaimer here at the beginning. We are in no way meant to, um, I'm not claiming to treat, cure, heal, or diagnose any disease. I am strictly here for your entertainment purposes only and for information. <laughs> and for information, of course. And do you dance? I'm and just... well, I can, I can, but let's just keep to the point here, Kevin. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to kind of lay that out there. And also, another disclaimer for myself personally is I am not a purist. I love the Dorito from time to time. I do put makeup on my face. I do use products and stuff like that. However, the more we know, the better we can do. So when we learn how to combat this, then we can feel and look and do a lot better. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Just just cool. as a, just as a couple of things real quick. Yeah. Uh, in Tacoma, which is right near me, just yeah. a little bit south, there used to be something called the Arsarco Smelter, and it emitted um, um, arsenic. Oh, it did that for like 30 years. They used to call Tacoma the aroma of Tacoma. Oh, and because, because of this, there was this. So that's in the soil. Mm -hmm. And arsenic is everywhere in 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 the soil around all around the Puget Sound area. That's a major deal. That is a major deal. So we want that. Like anyway, no, we don't. But we can't avoid it. Yeah. You, can't, you know, the kids in the playground. It's in the it's in the dirt. It's in the yeah. soil. It's yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as we want to run and hide and, and do all the good things that we can do for our body, we just can't, like you said, we can't get away from it. So that's how it comes into our body. Um, and your body doesn't want to recognize that. And so when we talk about the overweight part, we're, that's the toxicity part that comes into it. Um, the D for deficiency in nutrition you know, our food just really isn't what it used to be. So 50 to 100 years ago, we had really enriched food with vitamins and minerals. We were thriving. We were doing really well. Our grandparents were living really well. We were thriving. One apple a day kept the doctor away. One bowl of spinach kept the Popeye arms going. All of those things were really enough to keep you going and thriving. Now, the corporations, the commercialism of food, the overproducing of food, mass population are our numbers are growing and growing and growing. So we have to turn over food faster and faster and faster. So what happens is we have to make our food more toxic. And that's by insecticides, pesticides, herbicides. When the farmers, the, obviously they have to make money. I mean, that's just the, the reality of it. They have to make money. So they don't, they can't afford to have their crops being eaten by bugs and whatever it is that's going to take it down. So they have to spray. But what happens when they spray their food, all of the residual stuff leaches off of the plants and sits into our soil and it goes and it seeps underneath the soil into the ecosystem. Now there's 
microorganisms in that ecosystem that are responsible for breaking down that little rock matter that your plants absorb. There's your minerals and your vitamins right there. We don't have that anymore. They're gone. So now what looks like a green pepper doesn't have the nutri nutrients that a green pepper had 25, 50 years ago. An apple, I mean, one apple back in 1976 was great. Now it takes eight to 12 apples to equate the same level of nutrition one apple did back in 1976. And get this, a, a Stanford University study from 1953 to 2005 indicated that spinach has declined by 4,300%. So now it takes 43 bowls of spinach to equate the same nutritional level as one bowl back in the 1950s. Well, no wonder we're so tired. No wonder you're exhausted. People are walking around like zombies and they don't get it. And they're walking around really confused because they're going, but I eat clean. How many times have you heard that? I eat clean. Well, what does that actually mean? People don't even know what that means anymore because they think just eating healthy, eating vegetables or fruits and staying away from, you know, sugar is going to do it for them where it doesn't because our food is lacking. And when your food is lacking, your body is starting to go into nutritional starvation. It is, th it is starving for nutrients. So here's a little bit of trivia and this is where, you know, the paper and the pencil might come in handy, is that on a daily basis for your body to thrive at the highest level, your maximum life potential, we need 70 minerals. On average, people are getting 10 to 15. There's a bit of a disconnect there. So what's happening? How can we bridge that? We're not getting it from food. We have to do some sort of mineral supplementation to make up for that nutritional deficit that you're getting from your grocery store. Your grocery store actually is not there to serve you anymore. I mean, it's there to keep you alive, obviously, and keep you from dying, the D word, but it's not really there to serve you at the highest level. So then we go to the O part, which is being overweight. Why are we so overweight? Why is over half of our population puffy, mid-heavy, tired and struggling it's because of that toxicity that's coming at us tenfold toxins don't want to live in the environment that we're walking around in so they're swimming around and there's this um there's this magical thing called fat inside of our body and i think it's there i i call it the, like they're actually there to protect you your fat cells because they absorb the toxins now your fat is your fat cells are carrying fat water and toxins but because they're coming at us so much they're starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger and exercises and diets don't touch it i want you to think about a venus flytrap for a second when it catches a fly is it going to let it go no no chance. no chance so that's what your fat cells are doing so I love learning by association. I'm always give you little stories and little visuals so that people can really get like, sometimes we get a little sciencey. So I want people to really get this. Your fat cell is like a Venus flytrap. Once it holds that toxins, it's not letting go. Exercise won't let it go. A diet won't let it go. So they're there and we get puffier and puffier and puffier. We get more toxic 
especially around the visceral organs. So this is why people are getting mid-heavy is because the organs are being surrounded by fat now. Do you think that's a good thing? It's probably not so very good. So they're suffocating. Um, yeah, and just our food being so deficient, you know, you can walk through, you've, you've always heard the stories, you know, don't walk through the middle aisles, always use the perimeter of your grocery store. Well, even that's not true anymore. Because now we're hitting like the bakery section and I don't even know if bread is still on the um, the the food. What is that thing called? The food pyramid? The food pyramid, yeah. yeah. I think bread was on there at some point. Well, we don't really need bread on there. But so we have we have a lot of disconnections happening with people's understanding around food. And it's not calorie counting. Calorie counting is diet mentality. So we don't want to talk about counting calories. Because it's not the calorie that counts, it's what's inside of that calorie that's going to count. So if you're doing a 1200 calorie a day, a diet day, and you're gonna do your 1200 calories from Doritos and burritos and brownies, and you're, or you can do your 1200 calories from broccoli and quinoa, kohlrabi, and you know, grass-fed beef, your composition is going to be a lot different how you receive that information because food isn't just food. Food is information that's carried to your genes. That's all food is. It's information. So would you rather have your information coming from brownies or would you rather have your information coming from, you know, superfoods? Well, well, plus a, uh, uh, a super burrito all by itself is about 1200 calories. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that's you're going to have your entire daily intake mm-hmm. in one sitting, having yeah. one burrito. Yeah, and then you've got five other meals to 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 handle throughout the day, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, th- that's where it's that's why I get so fired up is really helping people understand, you know, what food really is for you and and how we receive it, and um, yeah, how it all just kind of has this incredible reaction and then uh, peter greenlaw always says this and i love it he says cereal i just want to say this one part cereal if you walk down the street if you any kind of cereal is just dead flakes in a cardboard coffin (laughs) 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 yeah and i I want to mention one thing because i just found out about this Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i live in seattle and puget puget sound is right off of here okay and back in the 60s they took um, automobile tires, okay, and they put it into half a million of them. Think about this: half mm-hmm. a million tires into Puget Sound to make artificial reefs. They thought that would be a real good thing for the environment. Oh wow! But now, what's happening, or what has happened over the last fifty years, is the tires have leached chemicals mm-hmm. into Puget Sound. The small fish eat the smaller fish and and they're all they all have this chemical that is now in their bodies and then that beautiful salmon that you took out of Puget Sound yeah. now has got tired stuff well that's awesome it. and that's 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 happening everywhere it really is it really is so you know talking about water every single raindrop on the face of this planet has plastic in it so You will be ingesting one credit card worth of plastic a week, which means 
at the end of this year, you will have consumed 52 credit cards worth of plastic. Now, I wish I could have gotten my wife to eat the credit cards, but that's but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> that's a whole different show there, Kevin. <laughs> are, you saying, are you saying that we're eating like 50 credit cards a yeah, year? Unfortunately, we are. We are. And that's the one thing that, you know, where we can't really, that's the hidden stuff. Those are the forever chemicals and toxins. And, you know, just to mm-hmm. kind of piggyback onto that statement, Netflix has a documentary on right now and it's called Dark Waters. And it's a documentary based off of toxic water and how people got really, really sick. It's a true story, but it's it has well-known actors and actresses in it. And uh, that's one movie that Peter always references is Dark Waters. And before um, it was only available on Amazon Prime and now it's uh, now on Netflix right now. So if you just write that name down, Dark Waters, it is on Netflix and it's actually a really, really good movie. Good little eye opener, um, you know, just on how how sick people can get from from the stuff that they don't even know about that are that are not around. Right. I just wanted to kind of talk one more thing about the deficiency part. And this is something that uh, Rebecca's and my passion is really helping people understand, like, let's get to the nitty gritty and why are things happening? So let's talk about cravings for two seconds. There's there's a sugar craving and there's salty craving. We have cravings, you know, when we open the pantry at three o'clock in the afternoon and we just want to dive open the the chocolate chips or, you know, we want to eat the saltine crackers and we turn into the Tasmanian devil. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, me neither. (laughs) So, but if we can just turn that around and be really curious I think it's time that we start being curious as to why our bodies are doing the things we're doing. Then we can really make a big difference into how we get to dictate the rest of, you know, how we carry out the rest of our life on this planet. So a sugar craving is an indicator that you're lacking protein in your diet. So if you're craving sweet stuff, Take a look at your day. What have you What have you eaten today? Did you have protein for breakfast? Did you have a protein snack? Did you have protein with your lunch? Most people only have protein once a day, and that's with dinner. The rest of the day, it's like, what did you have for a snack today? Well, I had some fruit. Okay. Where was your protein? What did you have for breakfast? Well, I had some oatmeal. Where's your protein? So we are lacking protein, and that is creating. So your body's saying, hey, look, it's knocking on your door and saying, listen, I need some protein. A salt craving, and this is no shocker, is the fact that you're lacking minerals in your day. That makes sense. It makes sense, right? Most people will have a sweet and savory craving. Also makes sense, right? Because of what we just learned, what's happening in our grocery store, we're not getting enough. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Sandra, this is awesome. And I think it piggybacks again. Um, can you just talk a little bit about the bliss point and what scientists have done with that? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I actually haven't talked about this for a little while. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'll be quick about it as well. But if you walk through your grocery store, like any grocery store, I want you to imagine whatever grocery store you go to right now and just picture it. When you walk through those doors, 80% of your grocery store is genetically modified to make you addicted to it. 80%. 80% is, is scientifically modified to make you addicted. All of the food that is on our shelves has what's called a bliss point. 
and it has been scientifically altered to trigger the dopamine levels in your brain so that you will be wanting more. So that you will go in instead of having one Dorito or two Dorito, you're going to have the whole bag of Doritos. Instead of having one cookie or two cookies, you're going to have the whole sleeve of cookies. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Doritos is my thing. Like, it's like, it's like crack. Don't give me one Dorito. Give me the whole bag. So we, and it just triggers your brain in such a way that it has to have more. Sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. So this was a test done with rats. They put sugar in one corner, they put cocaine in the other corner, and the rats had a taste of each, and they went back to sugar. They left cocaine alone. So now we're being altered. We're being addicted to the food. And because it's full of chemicals and preservatives and sugar and salt and fat, we're getting an overabundant amount of it. And then we run into troubles and problems. So, I mean, that kind of is a big overview of why, why are we overweight? Is that making sense now? Like, why are we, why are we getting so much fat and not able to do anything about it? Well, and I want to, I want to mention one more thing. And that is, did you know, I was in the food service industry for a long time. Mm. Did you know that there's an entire science behind how they set up a grocery store? They're pro- yeah, I, I can believe that. It's um, there's marketing techniques that they use so that they put the the uh, products that are on the end caps. They put the products that are at the grocery at the at the checkout stand. How many next time you're at a checkout stand, look to see how many bags of candy are right there that and and, or chips (laughs) or other things that are not good for you. But they're and then they call them impulse buys. Or your child grabs them while you're at the checkout counter. Yeah. Rather than having this knockdown, drag out fight in the checkout counter, you might succumb to that. So, Absolutely. But- yeah. Yeah. And then, the, of course, in the cereal aisle, they always put the, you know, the eye level ones, the ones that are the eye catchers and all the healthier stuff can be at the end or maybe at the bottom or whatever. At the very bottom or, or yeah. way up top. Yeah. Way yeah. Up top. And then I will say that, um, you know, we've we've heard and learned also through time that you when you're when you're let's just say we're label reading, we're reading ingredients, we're we're doing our due diligence and we're trying to pick things off the shelf or we're reading the ingredients in the grocery store. And and we've heard that, you know, if you can't pronounce a word, then put it back on the shelf. Well, that's not necessarily true because there are some sciencey words that are actually quite healthy for you. Now. There are. okay so let's just say we've got like 50 ingredients on there you put it back but when you pick up a soda cracker there's four ingredients but soda flour sugar salt but where's the nutrition in that like there's there's no nutrition in that either so people think that they're doing better because there's only four ingredients in that soda cracker but still not serving you because of how it's reacting inside your body so that is definitely a myth of, you know, if it has more than four or five ingredients, put it back on the shelf. If you can't understand it, maybe Google the word. We all know that there's about 50 other terms and descriptions for sugar. So we know it's not just sugar. It comes in many, 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 many different definitions, as well as flour, as well as gluten, as well as all of those triggers that are kind of creating turmoil and a perfect storm inside of our bodies. 
So that that's what I think this is really helpful for people to kind of get a little bit of an appreciation for it's like, oh, okay, well, that's what's going on. That's what's happening with this, that, and the other thing. It's toxicity that's creating us to get puffier and puffier and puffier. And our bodies are now like the Venus flytrap and it's not able to release through diets or exercise. One more thing, we've got the S. And I love talking about stress, not because I love stress, but I think it's one of those things where as soon as you say stress, people are like, it's like almost a competition. Well, I got stress. I got stress. Well, you got no stress. Like your, my stress is way better than your stress. It's like we totally can appreciate and understand the word stress. So, but when we can understand what stress is doing to us, boy, oh boy, does it ever make sense. So are we ready to go into it? I won't be long. <laughs> Yes, please. Okay, cool. So your body has this fight or flight trigger. And it doesn't know the difference between good stress or bad stress. So I'll give you two examples. Kevin is hiking in the woods in the Puget Sound. Oh, and, that's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and comes across a bear. So your body now goes into this fight or flight response. And it gives you an abundant amount of cortisol. And this is a hormone that is released from your adrenal glands and the adrenal gland sits at the top of your kidneys. Just think of Spider-Man and you know how he shoots webs out of his wrists. That's what's happening with your adrenal glands. They're shooting cortisol into your body because it says, Kevin, you need to run really fast now and get away from danger. And you're going to do that. And you're not even going to notice your body. You're not going to notice your knees or your back or how tired you are. You're just going to do what you have to do to get out of that dangerous situation. That's great. That's what we want. Now we talk about the daily chronic stuff. We talk about having to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to get ready for work. We have to fight traffic. If you live in a city, we have to deal with screaming kids or you know a nagging employer or an employee that we don't see eye to eye with or anything like that. That's just gonna send little hints of cortisol throughout your body all day long, but you're not getting a break from it. You don't have an opportunity when your employer is really ribbing you to say, excuse me one second, I'm just going to go for a run around the block. I'm going to do 10 push-ups and 20 burpees, and then I'll get back to you. We can't do that. So it becomes what's called a catabolic metabolism, where it starts to literally eat you and create some illness inside your body. Things like migraines, headaches, depression, anxiety, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, inflammation, all of those things were, were like, oh yeah, those are trigger words. That is a result of the excess amount of cortisol, lack of sleep. Cortisol is also trapped in your belly and your belly fat. It's trapped. So, oh my gosh, how do we combat all of this and like make sense of it all? Obviously, an indicator of, well, if cortisol is coming into my body at high amounts, and running from the bear gets rid of it, maybe exercise might be a good introduction or a complement to kind of bring back those cortisol levels down to a normal level. Our bodies just want to be in homeostasis, and that's kind of like normal, like balance. Like just, ha, huh, just think of yourself as like, ha, huh, I'm fine. That's where we want to be. But there's all these things like T, D, O, S and environmental stuff that are coming at us that takes your body out of those natural rhythms. And, and I just want to make sure everybody remembers that if you're being chased by a bear, you don't have to run faster than the bear. You just have to run faster than the next guy. This is 
fact because it's happened to me. <laughs> You've been chased by a bear? I have. And I live in a beautiful, I live in a beautiful countryscape, um, you know, west coast of Vancouver Island. So we're always exposed to bears and cougars and whatnot. I haven't come across a cougar, but we did have a little bit of an issue with a bear. And um, I did run faster than my friend. <laughs> and i hope your friend survived i know she did it was fine we had dogs but i mean and i still don't really know the theory of do you run do you not run i'm pretty sure you're not supposed to run but what do you do like i panicked no you're supposed to be bigger than the bear i panicked yeah but that's okay it was fine obviously we're still here so that is tito's like in a nutshell those are the four cofactors that everybody has you have it rebecca has it and sandra has it there's a spectrum kind of like autism or any other type of disease or cancer or whatever everything has a spectrum so i used to have it at the highest spectrum but now it's at the lowest spectrum i'm not ever cured of it because we can't ever get away from those things but we can combat it so that we move the needle I want to ask you, I want to ask you a personal question. Sure. Because I see a, rheumat a rheumatologist. Okay. Because I've got, I've got uh, inflammation issues sure. and, and um, um, arthritis issues. Mm. And she says that uh, um, you have three different types of inflammation and inflammation is one of the biggest uh, killers I believe that's, that's out there, but she doesn't know how to fix it and doesn't know how what it is really oh and and this is a this is somebody who's a rheumatologist mm -hmm. and it's and my sister's got the same thing so it's partially genetic right, right. so i'm interested to know about how to reduce our inflammation a hundred percent and um we do know how we do know how to combat it and we do it, she's a yeah it's um Let's talk about some solutions, shall we? Yeah, that's a great idea How because right now, right now everybody's going. What the hell am I writing all this stuff down for? I'm going to die tomorrow. I know, I know, and that's the thing too is that we don't really want to scare the crap out of you. We want to scare the life into you, and just know that, like, when again, when you know better, you do better. Now we know. We know what Tito's is. How do we combat it? There's a couple different ways that we can do it. All of the elements from the periodic table kind of need to come into us at certain doses and certain levels. And, um, I mean, obviously not the same increments, but we do need to have specific elements to help our bodies thrive. Remember what I said in the beginning, you need 70 minerals on a daily basis in order for us to thrive at the highest level, not just exist or survive, but to thrive, like really just carry out the way that we deserve to as a human being. But we're really only getting 10 to 15. So we have to source out specific minerals and vitamins on a daily basis to help bridge the gap that we're not getting from the grocery stores, like calcium, potassium, all of those things. But how do we know what doses to do them in? Well, fortunately for Rebecca and I, we do work with a specific fulfillment company that really provides us with everything that we need. You can just source that out or, you know, you, you have to do a little bit of work to find uh, mineral supplementation. You can't just go to the grocery store. You can't just go to the, the pharmacy or whatever and source it out because it's all in specific doses. Um, but let's talk about how your body is going to get rid of the toxic burden within it. How do we get, how do we, how do we crack open that venous flytrap? There's a way. 
and it's through intermittent nutritional fasting. So we have to detoxify the body in order for the body to thrive and to function mechanistically the way that it was designed to work. A hundred years ago, your body worked beautifully. Your body worked as a beautiful entity the way it was designed to be. All of this stuff that's coming in has put a hitch into that, like a rusty wheel, and now it's not moving very quickly. So intermittent nutritional fasting is just where we suspend digestion for 48 hours so your body can go naturally into detoxification. Your body actually cannot detoxify while we're digesting food. So we have to suspend one so the other one can heighten. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Cool. So how do we do that? Obviously, you stop eating large amounts of food for 48 hours. Now, you're a cellular being. I'm a cellular being, so is Rebecca. We all have to thrive on a daily basis. We can't stop eating food in order for things to happen. And our cells need to keep thriving. Food is information. We have to keep having that information. We just take in smaller, smaller, smaller amounts at higher nutritional levels. So I actually call it microdosing with minerals and vitamins for two days. So that just you're getting just enough to really get what you need, but you're not eating enough to kick in digestion. For the first 24 hours, your body is just getting rid of sugar that's stored in your liver. It's called glycogen. There's a specific element that we take and it's the inner heart of the aloe vera plant. So you know that plant that you break open and you that white jelly you put on a cut or a or a wound? Yes. The aloe vera plant. So yeah. that's the that's called the inner heart of the aloe vera plant. That's that white jelly stuff. That's in um, one of the elements that we take on a regular basis for the 48 hours to help encourage detoxification. And what that does is it encourages your fat cells the Venus flytrap to break open and release the toxins that are stored within it. Now, when toxins are absorbed into the body, they're fat soluble. So we want to be able to turn those into a water soluble. So your kidneys and your liver will absorb them. And we just, your process of elimination is through urine. So for 48 hours, we're just going to the washroom a lot with number one, not with number two. Okay, so people, it's not a, it's not a cleanse and people, I want people to really understand that it's, you know, cleanses are like a single organ cleanse. They're aggressive, they're harsh, people panic, they freak out because they think they're going to hurt or, you know, make you really, really uncomfortable. This is more of a cellular detoxification. So after the 24 hours of that process, once you've gotten rid of the sugar, on day two, your body, it has to make a choice. It needs fuel. Just like if you have a fire going in your home, a wood stove, you need to keep putting wood in. So your body's going to choose either muscle or it's going to choose fat. When you are microdosing with minerals and vitamins, not just water, a lot of people just do water fast. We're not talking about that. When you microdose with minerals and vitamins, your body leaves your precious muscle alone. Muscles are the longevity to life. And you do not want them to be eaten. So that leaves your muscle alone and it only burns fat as your fuel source on day two of that 48 hour suspension of digestion, detoxification. 
And then all of a sudden you just feel so much better because now the toxins are actually being released. They're leaving your body. Unfortunately, there are going to be some chemicals that are going to take a lifetime to leave. There are babies that are born with about 257 chemicals and toxins already in their umbilical cord blood. So, you know, being on the planet that we've been on as long as we have, I think we'd have, we have acquired some toxicity in our bodies. It's going to take more than one or two or 10 or 20 or 50 detoxifications in order to really get that process going. So intermittent nutritional fasting is the answer to be able to help your body release itself of toxins and finally burn and melt the fat that we don't need. Fat is no fat is very important. We need some fat, but we don't need as much as we're walking around with. Now, I do have a question for you because what would you say to somebody who eats like a hobbit? They have first breakfast and they have second breakfast. Then they have first lunch and then second lunch and first dinner and then second dinner. And and then you're saying you're going to ask me to not eat for 48 hours? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because because we're going to help them understand why. And we do get that. I get resistance all the time. They're like, I can't do that. I can't not eat for food. And I said that in the beginning too. I was an athlete my whole life. I, I eat like a racehorse. <laughs> but, you know, once I understood why I'm doing it, and once I knew my body was going to use up my fat as a fuel source and I was going to melt, I was a little more keen to listen. And we want to do it consistently. So Peter, three years ago, when he said to me, Sandra, not some of the time, you have to do this all the time. I was like, okay. And I literally went into nutritional fasting for 48 hours every week. And I have been for the last three years. I have not skipped a beat. Every week I fast for 48 hours, nutritionally fast. So it's not like I'm not eating. So, but once you get on the specific schedule that I designed for you, you're always putting something in your mouth every hour, every two hours. So let's talk about blood sugars. Why do people want to go to the chocolate chips in the cupboard? Because they've let their blood sugars plummet. And now your body needs a fuel source and it needs it now. What gets into your body immediately? It's sugar. So it's the habits and the strategies that people are living that is really causing them to really kind of want to eat all of that all the time. When you can simplify it, make it really balanced, that's when people start to get feel really settled into their rhythm. Now, now I don't mean to put you on the spot, Rebecca, but do you do the same thing? You know, it took me a little longer. Sandra led the way and I resisted. Um, you know, I would do the intermittent nutritional fasting, but not consistently every week until last Christmas. After last Christmas into the new year, I committed. And so it's been, I guess, a year and four months now that I've been doing the same thing, 48 hours every week. Um, and I've missed here or there, like two or three times this year I've missed. Um, and at first, I'll be honest, I was like the first few months, there was weeks I'd be like, I don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> and I'd be a little grumpy about it. But I would push through it. And I truly am at a place now where it's just what I do. I just, it's just part of my lifestyle. And like Sandra said, we're, we're taking in something all throughout the day. We don't feel, especially day two, I don't feel hungry. I feel fine. I feel energized. We, we do workouts on these days. It's not like we're just, you know, lying, lying on the couch. We really have energy. 
Um, and I believe, you know, I know it's, it's helped trim me up. It's, I'm just at a place where I feel energized and I'm maintaining my target weight and it's what I'll do, you know? So thank you, Sandra, for leading the way and uh, always being the little um, knuckle in the back coach. <laughs> She's good at that. <laughs> I have a friend that, uh, and if you're thinking about, you know, I think it's becoming better and better known that there's a lot of toxicity around us. There's jet fuel everywhere. There's, it's, it's just amazing what we, our bodies are having to deal with. So if you're interested in doing like a nutritional, I had a friend, I had a friend that was going to, she wanted to do a, a fast and she, she goes, um, yep, I, I drink uh, lemon water for two days and then I take a coffee enema. And I, I, pardon me, what? Did, what did you say? I said, I, I said, so let me get this straight. You're brewing a, co a pot of coffee and then you're taking it into the bathroom and putting it where? And, and uh, no, that's, you know, she said, well, but that's supposed to be good for you. It's like, you, that's, that's, I can't believe that that's actually healthy to do that. Now, you don't have any of that kind of nasty stuff, right? And what no, that's just like a, that's, there's nothing really, there's nothing necessary about that and it just makes people uncomfortable and then it gives uh the things that we do and try to really help people understand a bit of a, a bit of a bad taste in their mouth or elsewhere or elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> or elsewhere um you know for for doing the real thing like the real work we've got to do the real cellular work here and it's you know it it, it is a little bit of work but uh how, uh, how long do you want to live how long do you want to last on this planet for? Exactly. By the way, Sandra, if somebody wants to contact you, we're running out of time for today. Can you guys, can Rebecca, can we do this and make this kind of like a little bit of a series and do like several of these in a row? Because I'd, there's I'd love so to. Much. I think it's such important information and I'm so, you know, I share it as well, but I'm so proud of Sandra because she's really just dove into it with her whole heart and shares it far as far and wide as she can she actually does this talk every week every tuesday night um but yeah kevin we'd love to come back and keep sharing because if it can help more people then our job is done for sure well and and there's so much more that we need to talk about because we also need to talk about enzymes and and because that's also another important aspect of our health well we need to is... talk about protein we need to talk about <laughs> Like, well, I, I wanted to ask you, and I'm not going to have time to ask you today, yeah. so we'll save it for next time. The the differences between a vegan, a, a vegetarian, and and wh where can they get, if they are those things, where can they get a decent source of protein, um, which is hard to do. But that's, you know. It's hard to do, and that's not my, that's not my scope of practice. It's like every, whatever you, people want to live is fine, um, but there's a reason why sometimes people that choose a, a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle don't really have the best energy. No, they're just depleted. No. And and if they're trying to, if you're trying to get everything out of the food that you're eating, mm -hmm. give it up because you can't eat enough to get everything that you need. Do you know how many calories we'd have to eat, Kevin, in a day to get everything that we needed? I got a feeling you're going to tell me. Twenty-five thousand. How much? 25,000 in a day, you'd have to eat 25,000 calories and do a really good job of it in order to get everything that you needed nutritionally from food. Do you not have any idea how many Big Macs that is? So yeah, at Boeing, 
I, I don't you'd have it would be more <laughs> if it was be like 15 or 20 yeah. just, 15 or 20 uh, uh, real meal deals or yeah. whatever it would be yeah. like a, a pickup truck full of food from your grocery store for sure exactly exactly rebecca harrison sandra thank you for being here kidding we got to do this again um, and let's let's give our contact info real quick please Kevin, if do that's that. okay just oh, in case absolutely. there's someone who has questions, like we're happy to do that. Um, probably the best way to contact me would be, um, you could email me at redheadrebecca at telus.net, T-E-L-U-S, redheadrebecca, spelled the usual way. Um, and I do have a website, um, rebeccaharrison.info. And how about you, Sandra? Uh, I would say email is probably the best as well. Um, that's K as in kangaroo, S as in sunshine, Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N at telus.net. I'm on Instagram as sandra.joy.austin and Facebook under uh, Sandra DeVoe Austin. And you guys are going to send me your contact information so I can put it on this presentation. Sounds good. Great idea. So, so we, can, we can do that. If you guys wait right there. I'll be right back. Okay. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.